The Honor Guard? Oh, even saying that name is a dangerous thing, friend. They hear it. It's not that they mean harm, per se. It's just they have a very rigid definition of right and wrong. Look, they're just about as old as this world. And unlike everything else, they don't change, don't adapt. They are the point of reference, the background by which we can see ourselves grow. They are the status quo. And like any status quo, their only goal is maintenance. If someone does something new, threatens to destabilize the system, the honor guard are there, hold a trial and ensure, as they say, the world's safety. They are slow, they are thorough, and they are brutal. What could be more dangerous than that? ourselves. So in that last scene of narration, we put out the fire on the bridge and we pull, the Duchess pulled the heiress from across the other side of some bridge somewhere. <laughs> and there were two other figures with her, right, that didn't come across. Uh, there were several other figures with okay. her that did not come across. Um, I don't know if we would have recognized any of them uh-huh. or not. So I think I'm just going to leave that open to interpretation. Yes. I kind of interpreted it as, oh, there's two other figures, and those were the two other people of the Cursed Blade who had been on the bridge, too. That makes sense. (laughs) But we don't know that for certain. We don't know anything for certain. And Bruce's eyes rolled back in his head permanently? Yes, permanently. And he's got the little knitted bag around his neck that he made for the heiress, and Mm -hmm. he is holding. Um, We saw Chainley briefly. Yeah. Chainley was in some kind of cave bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Green cave goo. Oh, yeah. Uh, having deep philosophical conversations with Lyra. Uh-huh. Yep, Lyra, who then woke up. Mm-hmm. And is still somewhere in this world. Mm-hmm. In the vicinity, she could see mm-hmm. the bridge. Yes. Uh, let's see. We each have our hands. Let's remind ourselves what cards we have in our hands. I have a solid hand oh. right now. 
going into autumn and winter, I'm going to make an executive decision that we no longer draw from the spindle wheel deck for anything. Anytime we draw a card that's from the community deck, because it's at a healthy size right now of about 20 cards or so, somewhere around there, that feels right. Let's see, we have two luminaries on the board, the lovers, who ask who do we depend upon, and the sheriff, who asks whose law do we heed. Alright, let's see, we have a couple projects on the board. In two weeks, we're going to have a trial of the Cursed Sword, which apparently we're going to be involved with, even though this is between the Honor Guard and the Cursed Sword. Um, in three weeks, we're going to have a mutiny. <laughs> and also in three weeks, the Honor Guard comes back. Isn't that nice? We rolled for that. So that wasn't even set up by us. And this is kind of our last real season to wrap things up, or to begin to tie things together. Um, winter, when it comes, can end at any time. Yes. However, we will still get intermission scenes after winter, and we have a potential epilogue, which I've left as kind of an optional rule. Okay, I believe it is your turn. It is, because I started spring. So, the Eight of Autumn. Someone sabotages a project, and the project fails as a result. Who did this, and why? Or someone is caught trying to sabotage the efforts of the community. How does the community respond? I think... I'm not even sure so much that it's a sabotage. I think upon the heiress's return, the mutiny starts to fizzle. Partly because people are so damn confused about what just happened that the talk just goes elsewhere. And it's not that talk of mutiny is completely gone. It seems to be more of... Um, so is, is the heiress in charge? Is she still the heiress? Should we rename her? I'm trying to find out the position within that world. I'm taking contempt because I really wanted to do a weird democratic mutiny. <laughs> okay. Project advance. So it's no one in particular who sabotages it. I don't think, I don't really think it's a sabotage. That doesn't feel right at the moment. Alright. What's your action? I am going to discover something new. Bruce, our resident knitter, um, he's been sitting in front of the uh, Cursed Sword members that remain, not saying anything, which is why the Honor Guard hasn't chased him away. He's just sitting, cross-legged in front of them, staring them down like a really creepy-ass cat. <laughs> um and the Cursed Sword seems to know what's happening here. None of us do. I drew the two of autumn. Someone returns to the community. Who? Where were they? Or, you find a body. Do your people recognize who it is? What happened? You find a what? A body. Oh, I thought you said a potty? No. I was a little confused. Hmm. So someone's back, but are they dead or alive? Let's see. Currently missing... Were Lyra, Anderson, Chainley, and Nose. Mm -hmm. hmm. As well as the other members of the Cursed Sword. Oh, yes. Hmm. So the heiress is back, and she's back in full form, giving orders, trying to figure out this whole new situation. Um, definitely seems more confident in herself. And one of the situations she takes interest in. 
Um, don't worry, we'll get to the trial in a minute. But she also takes interest in the drained sinkhole. Because I think she disappeared before we drained it. I remember Yeah. So she comes back. It's like, so, wait, you're saying people fell down here but there's no bodies? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. And she reaches down and opens the trap door. No problem. <laughs> and beneath is a skeleton. Just one. But we're able to identify it as the skeleton of Nose. Because no one else had a nose quite like Nose. But wait. On a skeleton, the nose is a hole. Yeah, I know. It's a very big hole. <laughs> okay. I see. I see. I see. So, we know at least one person who fell down the hole died. No sign of the other two. Let's see. Once we clear the skeleton and give it a proper send-off, I don't know what a proper pirate send-off is for one of our own. You build a raft, set it up to see you burn it. Okay. Viking can... style. Okay. So we give Nose a Viking funeral. Mm-hmm. There's something else down there beneath the skeleton. It's just kind of a metal chamber. And... Can everybody see it, or can only... No, everyone can see it. But the heiress is the person who opened it. Okay, what's our resource situation right now? We are low on reputation, food, mm-hmm. and trust. We have uh, abundances of transportation and strength, and arcane knowledge exists. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's what it is. Is that the metal down there is blooming like little flowers. It looks like plant life, but in, like metallic form. It's hard to say if it's growing or not, but there's a weird little garden down there. Next up, Project's Advance. We're having a trial. It is now the trial of the Cursed Sword. The Honor Guard has convened everyone in town. They put up, they've had up flyers for a couple weeks. They announce it in the morning with a great call. Can't tell if that's their voices or an instrument or what. It sounds like, uh, sounds like trumpets in the distance, and I don't know what this trial looks like, so I think we're going to use some cards for this. And I think I'm going to draw to give me a general impression of how the trial starts, but feel free to play cards on this as well. This is a big enough thing I don't want to take sole ownership of it. Oh, alright, yeah. So unless you have a card you want to play, I'm going to draw. Not yet. Alright. I draw Flood. Grooming reservoirs, high tide, the outpour of bridges. So this trial is happening at high tide. Mm-hmm. Um, the tide is perhaps the highest we've seen all year, to the point where most of the boardwalks are covered in like three or four inches of water. Um, which is not the first time that it's gone above the edge of the boardwalk, but you know, it's a little bit creepy whenever that happens. And the two collars are, um, Let's see, where is the trial even happening? I think the trial's happening in the Lovers, which is our kind of like tavern meeting place. And the two collars, or the, sorry, the two cursed sword are uh, called forth to plead their case. Let's see, do things pop off yet or not yet? Play your card. It's your turn. Play your card. Go for it. Okay. You have a card you want to play. Um, I'm going to play Magic Beans. A misdirection, a dream sold, gutting the golden goose. Yes. I think one of, let's see, I think it's lace. Yes. 
tries to appeal to the students that they've taught over the last few <laughs> weeks of the course of the summer. Who included Icon and Bear. Those are the two names we have. Mm-hmm. And I think it begins with your your general appeals of, you'll never get the same knowledge that you could from me. And ends with thinly veiled threats, more addressing the honor guard, gesturing out towards Bear and towards Icon. Do you think they'll end up any different? You think I haven't already passed on all the important skills? Okay, so that's the first phase of the trial. The next phase of the trial is one of the honor guards stands in the center of the room and repeats exactly what they said, but in a monotone voice. Like <laughs> echo as they do this. A shadow trailing, desire unrequited. They repeat it with none of the passion, none of the emotion, just the plain things that they have said. And everyone's will they stop and explain something when they were using like a term of phrase. Just to make it absolutely clear that what they were saying is clear to everyone. So they go on to explain, like, so this here could be interpreted as an offer of help or as things going badly if they, if you don't help. Just so that we're all on the same page. Alright, back to re- repeating. That completes the second phase of a trial of the honor guard. I think as this repetition is happening, um, Ribbon, unlike Lace, has been almost entirely silent. Like, Lace has been in full denial, grasping at straws, saying whatever they can say to get themselves out of this, but Ribbon has been staring back at Bruce. And I'm going to play Changeling. A stranger behind a familiar face, unpredictable and uncontrollable. So while this all this repetition, this droning is going on in the background... Mm -hmm. Bruce and Ribbon maintain uncomfortable levels of eye contact. Okay, I'm going to draw from the deck, see what happens next. Mm-hmm. Arachne, a quiet weaver, pride of the town, odd gossip outshone by marvelous deeds. Well, next the honor guard calls forth the Duchess of Nightmares as a witness. She strides before the room and it goes silent, even the cursed sword. You know, even Bruce pays attention a little bit, Mm -hmm. as out of it as Bruce is. And she tells us the tale. The Duchess is a woman of few words. We have established that. She says the thing, she means it, everyone understands. But when she says, when she starts telling this story, you almost have to wonder if she spent some time with Lyra. Because there are flourishes in this tale of the exploits of the Cursed Sword. The merry band of adventurers, known to some as heroes, to some as villains, always as the stabilizing agents. Always forces who prod what shouldn't be prodded, peek their heads into caves that should never have been looked in, who challenge the gods themselves, death itself, life itself. And then she concludes her story. And she looks to the honor guard. Is there anything else? And they just say, Hmm. I don't know if they have anything else to ask her. But yeah, she I tells the story. I think it's made clear, if I can add in. Yes. I think it's made clear that they have things to ask her, 
but this is not the trial for those. <laughs> like, why were you harboring them? Well, even... What was the Duchess doing on the bridge? Where did you find your heiress again? Yes. But now's not the time for these questions. We're not the ones on trial here. Yet. Next, I'm going to play Tin Penny, a sacred tenant ridiculed, a grim bond forged without kindness or warmth, as the honor guard list of the crimes of the cursed sword. Um, the crimes definitely include, um, murder of all sorts, theft of secrets best left unknown, uh, you know, sorts of crimes you'd expect, um, operating a business without a license. And they're listing crimes from different places. Underage driving. Like, they're listing crimes that are, like, specific to specific cities, you know, to specific justice systems. That, you know, it's ridiculous that they would have all of these charges at once, but here they are. Here's every crime they've ever been accused or indicted of. Anyone in the organization. Or, you know, anyone who's ever called themselves the Cursed Blade. Cursed Sword. Let's see. I feel like there's a few really weird ones in there, too. Like, I think that at one point they're accused of the crime of fishing. <laughs> and no one's quite sure what that means. So they get through this whole list of crimes, which takes like six or seven minutes to go through. And then they say, all these crimes matter not to us. But tampering with the wheels of the world do. How do you plead? And I have a card for this, unless you have something you want to play. For both Lace and Ribbon? Yes. Okay, go for it. Do it. It's your turn. Phoenix Wine. Alchemist's Fire. A Crystal Decanter. Wrath Portent and Contained. So, Lace steps forward and says, Your most honorable selves. We plead to no one. And of nothing. They snap their fingers, and their burns... And their clothes catch fire. That same violet fire that was burning the bridge. Um, these clothes were covered in runes, and were obviously what was keeping them shackled, and they burn away. And as the honor guard starts to step forward, yes, do it. Bruce's awkward eye contact. What card did you play? I played Nightmare. A recurring terror, dreams of hellfire, lightning striking the steeple. For the first time in about a week, Bruce blinks. And when he does, Ribbon just starts screaming. And at first we think it's the fire, that, uh-huh. that it's actually burning them, that they're hurt. But no, it's not. And Lace looks as surprised as anyone to watch their comrade collapse. Um, Lace says two words and is gone. Ribbon is a crumpled pile of something that was once alive but is now very much something that doesn't even look like it was ever alive. We You know, something less alive than paper. The honor guard are not pleased. <laughs> but they kind of convene, mutter among themselves, and announce that They'll be staying with us as further complications have arisen. <laughs> okay, that's the trial. I played all of my cards from my hand. 
I'm going to have to take some contempt and we're going to have to have a discussion. I played all but one, and I what I considered using it, but I wanted to get Nightmare back in the deck. Yeah. Oh. Hell of a trial. Hell of a mm-hmm. trial. Okay. We currently have no projects on the map, and we that's have, really bad. We have one project. That's not even our project. That's no. just the Honor Guards coming back. Yep. Which is not a thing that we were doing. Um... Uh, so we need to do a thing. You know what? We're out of food again. We need to plan another raid. So a two-week project because... We're, we're getting better. We're better yeah. pirates now. We had some practice. So we are going to go a raiding in two weeks. This is just us getting set up for that. Um, but Eris is going to leave this one. The Ace of Autumn. The community becomes obsessed with a single project. Which one? Why? Choose one. They decide to take more time to ensure that it is perfect, add three weeks to the project die, or they drop everything else to work on it, all other projects fail. Mm. I think right now it, it does actually make sense for us to focus on a raid. Mm-hmm. Um, the heiress is back, that's so exciting, she's going to lead us on a raid, also we're starving again. Mm-hmm. So focusing on a, on a raid... Um, Wait, so are we doing the add three weeks, or the all other projects fail? All other projects fail. Okay. So this is an executive decision for you. Does the honor guard returning fail, or is that a thing that will still happen? Fail is an interesting word in this context. Mm-hmm. Because it, it wasn't really meant to affect us. Yes. Even though it very much impacts our lives here. Yes. But us focusing on the raid would have no in-fiction reason for that to fail. Then again, the events of last week definitely uh, Yeah, I, I think what happens here is the Honor Guard don't show up, and the four Honor Guard that have been staying with us grow antsy. They start mm-hmm. to get fidgety. They were waiting. They were waiting to make a new plan, to figure out what to do, when their comrades came. And their comrades have not come. Mm-hmm. And we've started to notice them withdraw a little bit. We see them whispering more often, um, which the honor guard were never really whisperers. They were pretty upfront about all the things they were going to do. Yes. And now we're starting to see a little bit more sneaky side eye. Projects advance. We're making great progress on rating this week. Hmm. I think... The Duchess is now finally ready to do something about our reputation. Yeah. I feel like we've been building to this for a while. Now that her heiress is back, now that the interlopers that called themselves the Cursed Blade have been, or Cursed Sword, have been dealt with, Mm -hmm. she's ready to have a little mayhem, honor guard or not. And she's she's working with Bruce on this one. Nobody's quite sure what it is they're cooking up inside that hut. All I know is that it is dead silent inside. You made me love Bruce Kelly, and now you did this to him. <laughs> None of this was my fault. I don't know what I did to him. Yes, but it's your fault whatever it was. It's the Duchess's fault, I think, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to make a three-week project, and they're building nightmares inside that little shack. Okay, building nightmares. That's always a good thing to do. On to the next week. The Three of Autumn. 
Someone leaves the community after issuing a dire warning. Who? What is the warning? Someone issues a dire warning and the community leaps into action to avoid a disaster. What is the warning? Start a contentious project that relates to it. Oh, well, the honor guard leave. That's what makes sense. Their friends aren't coming back at the related time. They have to figure out where the rest of them went. And I'll also have to go and find where Lace went. They know that Lace is too smart to come back here. Mm-hmm. The Duchess has obviously declared war on them. And yeah, I think that is the order they leave. Hmm? On the honor guard? No, no, no. The Duchess has declared war on the Cursed Sword. Okay, making sure. But they see her manipulation, and they know what it is. <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to leave with a warning, spoken to the whole village, but directed at the Duchess, of course. Says, um... Wait, wait, wait. Is she even there to hear it? No. Okay. That's even better. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, they're all in different places in the village, but they all say this at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, they were practicing for this. Or maybe they have weird magic. Who's to say? But they say, um, be wary of who you go to war with and whose laws you break willingly. Our hammer comes not now, but it may come. And be wary of the cursed sword, too. For our justice is harsh but fair, while they have no concept of fair. And then they leave. And everyone's kind of relieved, but everyone's also like, yeah, we did kind of kill a very magical person. (laughs) That's not good. Okay, project events. Oh. We leave on a raid. Um, the heiress goes on this raid. As does Icon, who's mm-hmm. been learning magic, goes on this raid. Um, Bruce and the Duchess stay here, of course. But yeah, it's a, and like a good half of our crew goes out on the raid. This raid, should we roll for it? Yeah. Alright, let's roll for it. We'll only take nice. two weeks. We're in a rush. Which makes sense. We are starving. Again. Yes. It also just means they had good luck out there. And? Okay, action. The new thing I want to discover is that um, Bear, who is in the village, has made a breakthrough with magic. They managed to hang on to a few of the books that we were studying with from Lace and Ribbon. Lace and Ribbon didn't really get to take any of their stuff when they left. So Bear, she is learning things, and she, um, let's see, I think the new thing we're going to discover is that she has gone down to the pit, which used to be the sinkhole, and she's been going down there every night for like a week, and someone else looks in, and what were little metal flowers before have now grown up to be like big metal flowers. Like, before they were like little ripples on the surface of the bottom. And now they've grown up to actually look like plant life. Like, unmistakably plant life. So it's actually growing. But still metallic. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go down, knock on it, ting ting. It's like, and it's not like a soft metal either, it's like steel. You can't bend it with your bare hands. And Bear's magic has been getting stronger, and no one's quite sure whether Bear is doing this, or whether that spot is making her magic more powerful. Or what's going on with that? Ends my turn.
the six of autumn. Introduce a dark mystery among the members of your community. Or conflict, conflict flares up among community members, and as a result, a project fails. Hmm. I feel like we have a lot of mysteries. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want these projects to fail. It's the problem with having so few projects. Like, if our raid fails, we have no food. Mm-hmm. And I'm not interested in the social repercussions. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, you know what it is? Sure. People have started dreaming about Chainley. In the same cave. Mm-hmm. With the same weird green juice. Mm-hmm. And every time it's a different conversation, people never wake up with the same dream mm-hmm. of Chainley. But it is on the same night. Yes. Every single time. They haven't seen anyone else there? I think a few people get dreams of Anderson. Uh-huh. Nobody dreams of those. They don't see Lyra. I think all the people who would are currently operating. Hmm. Okay. So no. No one sees Lyra. Yes. Alright. Our projects advance. And you get to take an action. More projects. More. Do something about trust, maybe. Mm-hmm. Alright, so if Bruce was like first mate kind of material, yes. who was his second? Who was his uh who was his lieutenant? Hmm. Who was his quartermaster? Do you want it to be someone we've already named? I don't think it is. Okay. I mean it probably should be, just keep names short. Uh-huh. Because Icon is off rating, mm-hmm. but Icon is a person we've named who has done things. Um Bear is a person we've named who's done things. Nose was and nose is dead. Nose is dead. No, that okay, so this is what it was. Bruce was like first mate. Uh-huh. Nose was second, which was part of the reason he and I kind of fought all the time. Uh-huh. Bear was just kind of like... <laughs> Bear was the powder monkey. Bear was the runner. Mm-hmm. The message sender, but kind of that, that third position, that third mm-hmm. rung, knew everything that was going on, but didn't have the power to do anything about it. Yeah. So now, with Nose gone, and with Bruce mm-hmm. out of it... Yes. Bears found himself in a kind of uh, weird power vacuum mm-hmm. and has really tried to pick up knitting. Oh. Really, oh. really tried. And the first the first uh products of this new hobby yeah. do not look good. But Bear hands them out all the same, these mm-hmm. horrible looking whole filled green bandanas oh. like here I made you this and at first people are just like Really, thanks about it. But we're gonna start a project. Mm-hmm. We're gonna hold some knitting classes. Yeah. I mean, she's also doing magic, so <laughs> there might be something with those bandanas. I mean, it's cause... a whole Hermione thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is—is is this a five or a six-week project? This is a longer thing. This is thing. a six-week project. Okay. We're gonna hold it in this little hut out here. Okay. That's my turn. All right. Just wondering why Lyra was having the cave dreams before everyone else. The King of Autumn. A natural disaster strikes the area. Choose one. You focus on getting everyone to safety, remove an abundance and a project fails. Or you focus on protecting your supplies and hard work at any cost. 
Several people die as a result. We don't have a whole lot more people to kill. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a lot of projects to fail, either. We don't have many abundances, either. We just have... Strength and transportation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to draw to see what the natural disaster is. Okay. Because there's the obvious one. Yeah. I almost feel like it's too obvious. Uh, I feel like we know how to handle a flood. Mm-hmm. Come we, on, we're pirates. We've lived on these floodplains for years. If everything starts flooding, we have a plan. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be as disastrous as this. However, Oracle, Soothsayer, Bellringer, Wild-Eyed Prophet. Hmm. I think I don't want to do the idea I'm thinking of because it would kind of make it hard to continue the game. Just given the consequences. I leap at the opportunity to take contempt at whatever you're thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not going to destroy the bridge right now, which was the thing that would probably end the game. Because that bridge is old enough and strong enough that its destruction would almost certainly wipe us out. Oracle may, more makes me think of a disaster coming than of a disaster that's happened. So maybe this is a slow disaster, something that happens over the course of this week. Not something that happens all at once. Which is maybe why we're not able to react to it as well as we otherwise would. I think the growth in the sinkhole started to go faster and faster and sprout and grow and just kind of expand to like one day it just kind of boils up to ground level and this metal starts growing around the bottoms of the web and starts growing up and just kind of like like clinging vines, you know, like um, a really aggressive weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just completely overgrows the southern bit of the web, uh, making it completely unlivable. I don't think I want to kill anyone with this, because this is slow enough that no one really dies to it. I think someone loses a hand to it when they try to, like, pry away the metal, and their hand starts to turn. Oh! So no touchy. So this is, like, infectious. I think, as a result, we have to put all of our efforts towards trying to, like, quarantine parts of the web, and our knitting classes just don't get off the ground. I'm sorry. <laughs> and also, we lose an abundance. I'm trying to figure out how this would affect transportation. Oh man, overgrown boat, sunk by creepy metal flowers. I think that is what it culminates in, as we've managed to mostly like keep it contained to like up the bottom third of town. But people are trying to figure out what this stuff is, so someone has a sample. And they take it out to other ships so that even if something goes horribly wrong, it'll just go into the ocean. And of course, when something does go wrong, and Icon realizes that they've messed up, because they tried using a little bit of their magic on it, and that's what this thing loves. That's what this eats. It just completely overgrows the romantic. The romantic doesn't sink. Romantic? That's our other ship. Oh. Oh! Um, the Insomniacs are flagship, which went out raiding. Yes. The romantic is our other ship. We also have a little shooter, but... It's unnamed. It's unnamed, so it's not real. So the ship gets completely overgrown. It's still floating out there, and Icon manages to get off safely. I think Icon's also the person who lost their hand to it. 
because they were trying to fix it. Since they were the person who drained this hole in the first place. Yep. But yeah, the romantic has grown thorns. So yeah, that's the natural disaster. Or, well I guess it's natural, so it's not unnatural. Are, are we sure? Well, are we sure about anything? Okay, a couple projects are going to end. Do you want to do yours first, or should we end the raid first? Go ahead and end the raid first. Okay. I'm going to draw for what the raid did, because I don't really know. That was the downside, spending all my cards on that scene. Now I don't have anything, <laughs> any control. Oracle again. They've come back early because the heiress sensed something was wrong. They managed to find a small group of travelers on the road by crossing a different bridge across the floodplain. Not this capital B bridge, but you know, another bridge. And they managed to get the drop on them and steal all of the goods that they were carrying. They managed to stay there for a few days before the heiress said, no, we have to go back. Um, so they're coming back with kind of a disappointing take. Enough to get us through the end of autumn, but not enough to get us through winter. So we don't have a lack of food for now, but that's still a problem. And also, a lot of what they stole is more like money, like jewelry and valuables. I think enough for us to have an abundance of riches, but nowhere to spend it. <laughs> so there's no good. Stealing gold does you no good when you have no one to trade that gold for food to fill your belly. And at the end of the week, the Duchess comes out of the hut. And all week long we've been seeing these weird violet flashes of light. Mm -hmm. People have knocked on the door. Um, there, there's a situation. I'm busy. <laughs> yes. Never any response from Bruce. And at the end of the week, the door finally opens and everyone looks up to see what the hell they've been doing in there. And Bruce has collapsed on the floor. Oh. And behind the Duchess's right shoulder is Bruce, but not Bruce. <laughs> Contempt. <laughs> I draw Alpha, cult leader, defender of the home, and enemy to outsiders at this While he has no real physical form, it's the first time in two or three weeks now that we've seen him smiling, and his eyes are back to normal. And he waves, excited. And I think, I think it's right about then, as the Duchess steps out of the hut, that a ship, a full-formed ship, grows and takes shape. It has, it has no physical properties. It is, for all intents and purposes, a ghost ship that springs into existence behind the Duchess, and Bruce kind of gestures excitedly, like, look, 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 look what we did. Um, and as the sun rises, the ship fades. But the Duchess promises it will be back. The following night? Oh, yes. Okay, so she just built a legitimate ghost ship. Hell yes. All right, you have to draw that on the map. And also a ghost. <sighs> Sorry, Bruce, I love you. Is Bruce the ghost captain, or just the ghost first mate? I think he's gotten a promotion at this point. Yeah. 
Creepy ghost ship. Does it sail on water or on land or both? Air. Oh, well. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know that this is enough to fix our scarcity of reputation yet. Oh, I don't think... Yeah, I guess it has to go out and do a thing before we lose that. Yeah. Once it does, I think we're set. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to start a two-week project to take this ghost ship out for a spin. So the Duchess is now going to go and take her new ghost ship. When the heiress gets back, she's like, Okay, I need you to deal with that whole metal flower situation. The world has to see this. <laughs> yes. <sighs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Ghost ships. Had to happen. That's the end of my turn. The Queen of Autumn. Disease spreads through the community. Choose one. You spend the week quarantining and treating the disease. Project dice are not reduced this week. Or nobody knows what to do about it. Add health and fertility as a scarcity. I think in, in this case the disease has to be the flowers. Yes. The metal flowers. And the heiress cracks down, all right. Duchess gave me a job. I'm going to do this job. And surprisingly enough, the heiress seems to have no real problem handling the flowers. All of the people that she commandeered to help with this project, though, don't share that same immunity. Actually, can I suggest something? Yeah. It's only people who have used magic who are in danger of it, infecting them. Mm. In which case, where would the heiress stand? She has not used magic herself that we have seen. And yet, she's definitely been a part of it. Yes. So, I don't know. I guess it's it's your turn you get to say how it is. I don't think it makes sense to say that Project I are not reduced this week, mm -hmm. because that ship's not even here. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to add health and fertility as a scarcity. Okay. As the metal flowers begin to spread. <laughs> and the heiress doesn't have problems with them. I don't think so. But other people do. Yes. And not just people who use magic. Then again, everyone has interacted with magic at this point, so who's to say? <laughs> Healthy and fertility. Oh. I don't know if fertility is such a big deal to us no. as pirates, but health is. Can't go out fighting because sick. We really don't have a whole lot of kids. Kids are not our thing. <laughs> Project Dice Advance. What's your turn? Bear has an idea. Yeah. Bear's not giving up on their knitting classes just yet. If you don't touch the metal flowers, then it's fine. Mm -hmm. If your knitting needles are the only thing to touch them, and you add just a little bit of magical guidance to help the string along, and won't it grow in the patterns you want it to? Hmm. Interesting idea. That's a six-week project? I think that's a six-week, because I think they're going about it very carefully, yes. knowing what these flowers can do, and knowing that what they're doing is quite possibly stupid. Yeah, with only a couple trusted people along. Yep. Yep. I think they're being very careful with it. <laughs> as careful as someone named Bear can be. <laughs> All right. We're nearing the end of autumn. Seven of autumn. A project just isn't working out as expected. Radically changed the nature of it. 
When it resolves, you'll be responsible for telling the community how it went, or something goes foul and supplies are ruined, add a new scarcity. Oh, I think we're good on scarcities. <laughs> I don't want to steal your knitting project just after you made it. Go for it. I really don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't have a better idea for that. Oh, I guess it's something that I set up but never paid off. And we haven't changed it on the resource list yet. Oh, the romantic sails away. Under the guidance of the metal flowers growing all across it. It's gone. <laughs> Scarcity? Mm-hmm. So that gives us a new scarcity of transportation. Because we can't really ride the ghost ship so much. It's and, hard to do. And after the last trip out, um, we noticed some problems with the insomniac and it mm-hmm. needs some work. So all that together... It was damaged. Mm-hmm. So really all we have left to us is the little shooter ship. Mm-hmm. Which isn't enough to go out raiding on. No. Now if we want to leave, we don't have enough space to get her away on. Yep. So yeah, the romantic is gone. Okay, projects advance. Ghost ship! Alright, the ghost ship is done. The Duchess returns proud of all of the terror that she's caused. Bruce comes around. Oh man, everyone, it was so good. It was so great. Uh, you should have seen the looks on the people of Big City I haven't named yet. Spaces. <laughs> Which is, to be clear, thousands of miles away. Alandria. Alandria. Named it. The people of Alandria were just terrified. Oh, man. You know, it's been a little while since we gotten good stories of the night, Duchess of Nightmares, but trust me, fan mail's going to just come rolling in. It's going to be so good. As for how the Duchess feels about it, well, that's going to roll into my action, which it's time. We need to read the fate of the Duchess it's of Nightmares. Time. It is time. I want to do that before we get to winter. Yep. All right. Do you have a card you want to put into the reading? Yes. Okay. I'm not going to put in my card. I don't really have what I want for this. Alright, let's see what her center is. It's not Duchess of Nightmares. No, it is Tender of Blooms, a gardener, a florist, a teacher, crossed by trickster, quick and clever, bane of the greedy, enemy of those in power, a mad god, thoughtlessly cruel, giddy with malice. She has at times been thoughtlessly cruel. Yes. Alright, let's re- do the rest of the reading before I interpret. Her bane is the poppy flute. Take command of your audience with a kind word and a catchy tune. That was our community's bane when we started. One it minute. was, yeah. Her boon is Arachne, a quiet weaver, pride of the town, odd gossip outshone by marvelous deeds. Fits. Mm-hmm. Her method is bridge <laughs> towards her desire. Walkers, stilt-legged fishers, trembling giants, a long reach with a frail limb. We'll see what the other side of walkers is. Endurance hunters, steady pursuers, tireless trackers. What does she want? She's been doing things here. Mm-hmm. Her method towards achieving those things is the bridge. That's why we settled here in the first place. That makes sense. I kind of get a uh, an endless traveling vibe. She's yes. looking for the ultimate way to move. Hmm. I think her bane, the poppy flute, is the fact that no one ever quite trusts her. Quite trusts her. I mean, she's called the Duchess of Nightmares. Uh-huh. I don't believe that she's in a semi-elected position that could get taken away. Mm-hmm. And almost did until the mutiny fell through. Um. Her boon is, of course, 
the fact that she can she can manipulate people, that she is a planner, that she has schemes, that she has irons in the fire. <laughs> I knew you were going to come for it. Yeah. Her center tar- tender blooms a gardener, a florist, a teacher. Um, this is the, the same, not the first time that a strange disease like these metal flowers has been a part of the Duchess's life. In fact, it was not her that was the Duchess of Nightmares who um, started the disease. But she certainly is a part of that lineage and embraces it proudly. That this is a thing that was brought into this world by a Duchess of Nightmares. Which is an older title than our little community of pirates. The Duchess of Nightmares was not always a pirate. She always had her power through popular rule, through majority rule, she always passes it on to an heir or an heiress who picks up that title. And there's always a Duchess of Nightmares somewhere. Different form. It's like the Doctor. <laughs> and I don't know what the end game of her scheme is, but I think we're getting there. I think it involves the bridge. And I think it involves, um, involves something spreading. That's what Walker says to me. All right. That's my reading. The Ten of Autumn. Harvest is here and plentiful, add in abundance. Or, cold autumn winds drive out your enemies, remove a threatening force from the map and the area. I mean, the biggest threatening force right now is the Blutons, and I don't want to, I don't want to get rid of those just yet. <laughs> I guess all of our other threatening forces have at least temporarily left. Yeah. But add in abundance. One of those resources we already have could become an abundance. Oh, yeah. Word has gotten out. Word of the, the Ship of Nightmares has gotten around. Mm-hmm. And it has started to come back to us. And I think the first... Um, How's it getting back to us already? I think what we get from the, the city that we raided, Alandria, mm-hmm. it's been about a week since yes. we raided them, um... And a a very small ship with a crew of maybe five or six people, all of whom are trembling in their boots, mm-hmm. um, show up with a chest filled to the brim with just silver and gold and whatever Alondria could whip up on a very <laughs> short notice. And we already have an abundance of riches, so oh. I'm not touching that. Um, but we I, get more. <laughs> but we get more. And top on top of it is this note saying, um, here's our tribute for the year. Uh, you can expect uh, a more appropriate offering uh, at the same time next season. Huh. I, I think in this way, our reputation has begun to spread. Yes. Duchess has still got it. Our singular project advances. I don't remember what that... Pro- oh, that was the knitting. Yeah, knitting. Uh-oh. I still don't know what to do with that. You got four more weeks. We got four more weeks. The game could end before we're done. It's true. I think it's time that the Duchess and the heiress start a project together. Yeah. I think they start making uh, daily trips up to the bridge. I'm not sure what to call this project. Because I'm not really sure what it is yet. Bridge scheming. Four weeks. No, five weeks. Five weeks. 
Don't want both your projects in the same week. I don't want both my projects in the same week. Okay. Five of autumn. The parish arrives. Who are they? Why have they chosen your community? And for what? Or, a small gang of marauders is making its way through local terrain. How many are there? What weapons do they carry? Oh man, bring it, marauders. What you got? The parish arrives. Um, hmm. Their name is Notion. And, if you thought the other members of the Cursed Blade had very tall collars, <laughs> you haven't met Notion yet. Like, a good foot above their head. Just best genus style. Yes. Most of the face is covered. Or, no, it's all up the back. It's like a, it's like, you know, like a Dracula collar. Except it just keeps going. It looks pretty dumb, honestly. But you're not gonna tell them that. Uh huh. Notion is the parish of the Cursed Sword. And, um, yeah, I think they carry the blade that their group is known for. Um, this sword is extremely cursed. Just looks like a normal sword, but when you look at it, you can just immediately tell. Oh, yeah, that that's like... If you had to guess which sword out of, like, ten was cursed, you know, like, uh, Indiana Jones has to choose the right chalice, but it's like, which sword is cursed? It would be this sword. This one is the cursed one. Like, you know, it's just a little bit of rust on the edge of the blade. Um... Dried blood. Like, if sword was going to sprout a mouth and start saying horrible, awful things, it would be this sword. Um, yeah, okay, I've described it enough. <laughs> it's a very cursed sword. And, um, they arrived and greet the Duchess with a great sweeping bow. Of course, sweeping while extending the sword. <laughs> Not suspicious at all. Uh-huh. And they say to her, um, one of ours has not been returned. Do you have them? The Duchess says, I am not a keeper of rusty knives. The heiress gives her a look. The Duchess says, oh, Look, take it up with the honor guard. I know you're always at each other's throats. They were here too. I tried to stay impartial. They tried to do a trial. You know how well that goes. <laughs> the pair says, well, I'm, that's wonderful to hear. But, of course, as you know, I will never trust a word you say. <laughs> There's kind of a communal groan. Why did you even ask? So, yeah, I'm just going to investigate and, you know, do our own proprietary investigation. And, um, yeah, uh, you you know the consequences of interfering. You know those very well, yeah? The heiress says, yes, we do. I've covered that in my lessons. Go about your business. So the parish is here. Notion, the parish is here. Alright, projects advance. Seriously, though, I need one of those cards that alters the nature of a project. We already got that card, I'm sorry. I I don't know what to do with that. Well, we're going to end up making metal daisy chains. You started it. (laughs) Okay, we need to have a discussion. That namely being, um, how permanent is this place? Is the question that's on everyone's mind. We've been here for a good nine months now. It's almost winter. Are we going to leave come spring? Or are we just, do we just live here now? 
Bruce is there. Ghost Bruce. Ghost Bruce is there. And bless Ghost Bruce's little heart, he's trying to hold a pair of knitting needles and <laughs> keeps trying to pick them up. And, like, Bear is handing him different sets, seeing if uh-huh. any of them are going to work. None of them do, but he's trying. And eventually he says, well, you know, wherever you guys are, that's home, right? And we've always been movers, and, and that's okay. Winter might not be the best time to move, though, you know? I don't think it's a question of whether we want to, says Bear, having had some bad experiences. I think it's a question of whether it's even possible. I think that's a moot point. I think we're lucky if we get to stay here another month without some other weird magical crap happening and more of us dying and us having to leave anyway. I think I think Bruce looks like borderline hurt. Like he can't decide if that was hurtful or not. It wasn't meant to be hurtful. Right, we just got a takeaway. I drew back ten penny. Sacred ten ridiculed. I drew back changeling, a stranger face a stranger face behind a familiar face. Last card of autumn, the jack. A project finishes early. Which one and why? Rich jeans or knitting? Oh, it's knitting. Yes. Because <laughs> I don't know what to do with the bridge jeans either. Bruce has tried, time and time again, to hold every kind of knitting needle. None of them have worked. But Bruce has discovered he has something of a skill for braiding daisy chains. And these flowers have no effect on him because, well, he doesn't really have a form to affect. Mm-hmm. But they're the one thing that he can still seem to touch. Hmm. So over the course of about a week, Bruce just goes nuts. He starts braiding all of these different flowers together and, like, making, uh, you know, like, ivy trellises uh-huh. to prop them up on and help them grow around. Is he helping the flowers grow? I think he is. Bruce. <laughs> but I think he's helping them grow in, like, very specific patterns. Okay. You know, um, it's just not in him to start, like, but they're so pretty. He's not going to cut them down. He's just going to help them grow differently. <laughs> okay. So with that, does that kind of end that threat now that they're being directed? Or is that still a threat? I think it takes away our scarcity of help and fertility. I think it's still something people keep their eyes on and, like, mm-hmm. warn others of. Because still, if you're not careful and you, like... Yeah, exactly. Touch that stuff, you're losing in a finger or something, but... Okay. Projects advance. And you get to take your last action. Hmm. I guess I'm just going to start a project. A okay. little two-week project just to... Uh, improve the insomniac uh-huh. and make sure that it is seaworthy come winter because winter seas are not going to be pleasant. Yes. That's autumn. Next up, we get to choose a luminary for autumn. So we move into intermission. So let's go through cards and pick some candidates. Cursed sword. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Goose down. Mm-mm. Phoenix Wine. Maybe. Maybe. Walkers. I don't think so. I mean, it, it was the Duchess's Desire, which gives it something, but I don't think it's... I don't think it's weighted enough. Arachne? Mm, uh, no. 
Trickster. Maybe. Maybe. Healing word. No. Tender of blooms. Maybe. Maybe. Now that we've got flowers. Poppy flute. I don't think so. Bridge. Might be time. Godless. No, that's too bad. That's a good card. It hasn't come up enough. Bandit. No, we're already bandits. We don't need to ask a question about bandits. Echo. No. Siren. No. Oracle. Maybe. Maybe. Flood. I don't think so. Final Rose. The last bloom of the season. I think I like Final Rose better than Tender Blooms, yeah, but I feel like Tender Blooms out of the possibilities. Yes, yeah, have the same purpose. Lizard. No. Nightmare. No, we're good on nightmares. We have a ghost ship. Magic beans still. <laughs> Alright, so we could choose Phoenix Wine, Trickster, Bridge, Oracle. Final I kind of like the final rose. Yeah. I don't have a question to ask with it though. Hmm. Right now our questions are who do we depend upon? Whose law do we heed? I feel like we engage pretty well with whose law do we heed this season. Yep. Huh. What else came up this season? Thematically. Changeling's in your hand. That's gonna ask you a question. What have we become? I feel like that's the winter question. Yeah. Well, winter, we don't get to choose our. What Maybe is. Trickster? We've had lots of trickster actions. We, we have. For sure. I don't know what a good question about that is. Thematically, one of the questions that we've had kind of pop up has been what is home? Mm-hmm. Who is family? What is family? I feel like we have that from who do we depend upon. True. That's why we focused on that. Because mm-hmm. we highlighted that. Hmm. We could do Oracle. What do we fear? I like that. What do we fear? Because, yeah, we engage a lot with fear. I mean, we are the followers of the Duchess of Nightmares. We mm-hmm. should engage with fear. So, yeah. Oh, you know what, Callie? Hmm. We're going to name the ghost ship the Oracle. Hell yes! Okay. So, the Oracle. What do we fear? You good with that? Yeah. Alright. We just get to take the card into our hand before going into scenes. I'm going to take Trickster. I'm going to take Siren. Okay. Now let's start thinking about scenes. We have three of them this time. Yeah, a few. I got a little. Um, I think the question of who do we depend upon, I'd like to see the Duchess and Bruce. I think the question of what do we fear, I'd like to see Lyra. Okay. I have no ideas for what Lyra is doing. <laughs> so let's start with the Duchess and Bruce. Bruce, who we did establish, had a long burning crush on the Duchess. Mm-hmm. But never was expressed or acted on. And I think they spend a lot of evenings now within the Duchess's hut doing the same sorts of things that they did to create the Oracle, to create the ghost ship, um, which mainly involves Bruce being there in his ghostly form and the Duchess doing work that no one but the heiress would really understand. Maybe Icon, mm-hmm. maybe Bear. I think we established the magic they're learning is different. Different. They might be able to make some heads or tails of mm-hmm. it, but it's not really... It, the heiress would be the best suited to understand mm-hmm. and she's not there. So most of these evenings, Bruce just kind of spins sitting in a chair, kicking his feet back and forth. Mm-hmm. And one evening in the silence asks, um, 
So, gotta say, not a huge fan of being a ghost. No one's a fan of being a ghost, Bruce. That's just a fact about ghosts. When, um, when this happened to me, did you mean for that to happen? Hmm. It's complicated. I know that's a dumb answer. Okay, I'll try. So, you know, things went bad this summer. A lot of things happened. And I have some ways of knowing bits and pieces of what's coming. You know, flashes, senses, impressions of the future or a past or something somewhere else. And especially in a place like this, with all these artifacts nearby, it's easier to do that. And one thing that I kept seeing was that you were going to undergo a fundamental change. Well, I this, saw it again uh, and again. This well, sure takes the fun out of fundamental. Yeah. So, to be clear, the Duchess just keeps talking. <laughs> I just need a minute. Yes, from Paul. It's not hard to do. One bad pun and I win. In character, too. <laughs> um, and I saw several different possible futures. There's one where I'm dead and you're the Duchess. But you're not happy there. And I'm dead. And that, that's just not a future I'm willing to see. There's one where you go off raiding and you come back and you've learned some weird magic. And all of a sudden, you're casting spells, and then all of a sudden, when the honor guard come, they take you away. And without you, our community shatters. There's one where you climb down into that pit with the flowers, and you become one of the flowers, and you become a walking person of that strange material. But you can't ever touch anyone. But not like the ghost, you can't ever touch anyone, but like, if you ever touch anyone, they become metal, but they're not alive, because they don't have their spirit. And then there's the one that we ended up with. Do I get to be a person again in this one? You are a person. Is she looking at him when she says it? Yes. Hmm. Bruce. In many ways, you're more of a person than you were before. You are here for as long as you want. You won't leave because you had a flip or because someone got mad at you over five dollars. Or over... You'll still be here even if a cannon misfires. Or, you know, you eat a bad leg of meat. Well, I guess you won't be eating meat, but that, see, that, you're safe. And I know it's not, I know it's not what you wanted. She reaches out and she puts her hand right above his shoulder. <laughs> it's not what I wanted. 
if I had a choice, if I had more control than I do right now, you would still be here as you normally are. But that's not the world we live in. Not yet, anyway. Why do you think I do what I do? I think there's kind of an, an uncomfortable moment of false laughter, and Bruce looks down at his hands and says, Nobody knows why you do what you do. And it's a little bit, it's a little bit reminiscent, it's a little bit sad, and it's a little bit hurt, but it's all hidden under that pleasant false joke. Mm-hmm. Like the scene there. Yep. I don't know what to do for whose law do we heed. Mm-hmm. That was your idea for a scene, and then I just kind of took it. Yeah, I went with it. Mm-hmm. I think whose law do we heed, we have notion. I almost feel like that's what I want to end Automon. Because I feel like Notion's going to do a thing, and that'll give us momentum into winter. Okay. So let's do a scene with Lyra. I don't have a scene, but I have a setting. Yes, what's the setting? Lyra stands on the other end of the broken bridge that once was burning. Mm -hmm. She stands looking down upon the web across the, what what did we say, 20-foot gap? Mm -hmm. On the other end. The end where the Duchess pulled uh, the heiress heiress from. But that same moonlit gap, that same moonlit bridge fix doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. I think she's standing there and she's holding um, she's holding a small silver ring that she recognizes immediately as the one that the heiress wore, because she never knew that the heiress came back. No, she, she was, was not here for that. Mm-hmm. But she's holding this small silver ring, and she's holding it to her heart. And I think she sits on the edge of the bridge, her legs dangling off, she pulls out her lyre, and she sings a mournful song. And we can hear it all the way down. Yes, everyone in the web hears it, and they look up and they see Lyra up there. That's the first time I've only seen her in like three or four months. Her clothes are dirty and muddy. She's just got like scrap. Her bag is just kind of spilling with papers. Um, she's really thin. She's starved, quite honestly. She doesn't know how to forage. She's learned, but that doesn't mean she's good at it. And she sings a classic, like, upbeat, happy love song that you'd sing the ship, but she sings it in a minor key and at half the speed. And like, it's a musical trick, you know? It it would come off as cheap if it wasn't coming from the bottom of her heart. She looks down at these people she wants to and she sees the web completely transformed too. There's a ghost <laughs> ship down there now, the romantic is gone, uh, a third of the web is covered in weird metal flowers. She can see the peak of the of Notion's collar all the way from the top. <laughs> and she just sings this song in memory of the place that she left. Is there anything else? Any cards you want to play on this? Yes. Yes, there are. 
I'm gonna play Siren. I think what happens here is Bruce and the heiress and the rest of the web, they hear this song. Yeah, of course they do. And a few of them have the ability to go and follow it. <laughs> Not everyone can get on the Oracle yet. Not everyone has the ability to set foot on a ship that has no substance. But a few, a chosen few, a magical few, do. And Bruce is more than happy to help the heiress out. <laughs> it takes a solid hour of singing, and by the time the ship is ready to go, the sounds have mostly stopped. But the oracle floats up into the night sky, following the sound of the music. And they set it all up, like, Bruce is helping the heiress figure out where to pose as he's, like, steering the ship into position. <laughs> and when it finally comes level with the bridge, we see just a little bit of the heiress's old cockiness and a small portion of the power we see in the Duchess as she's leaning arrogantly against the side, against the rigging of the ship. <laughs> Um, balancing on on the edge, could easily fall off, well over a hundred feet below, would not survive the fall, and she's leaning there casually, mm-hmm. just as Lyra was about to leave. What does she say? Lyra? The heiress. Mm, I've been being Lyra. You have been mm, the heiress. Now I have to figure out what she's going to say? Yes. So I think we're going to keep it simple. The heiress is just leaning there casually, arms folded, sees the back of Lyra and says, Hey, check out my new digs. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's scene. that scene. <laughs> okay. So this last scene is going to happen at the same time. And it's down in town. And why the Duchess wasn't there to stop any of that nonsense from happening, or <laughs> at least be there to encourage it along, is because she is engaged in a heated discussion with Notion. Who would you like to be? Uh, I'm going to go with the Duchess because I know something about her and I don't know what she would like to this seem to be, so I'm going to let you direct it. Okay. I don't really know anything about Notion yet, other than the little bit we already had of them. So this last question is, whose law do we heed? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're actually out picking through the old... Uh, through the remnants of the honor guards encampment. Uh, the Duchess is out here unwillingly, you know, uh, this guy, this person. And Notion is picking through it and kind of categorically talking through everything that they've deduced. And they say, okay. So my understanding so far is that you are responsible for the, well, I guess not death, but non-existence of three of our members. I am responsible for the deaths of none of your members. I didn't say deaths, I said non-existence. There's a difference. I can see we're going to be picking at particulars all night long. Look, why don't we start with this? Why have you set up shop by the thoroughfare anyway? I fail to see how it's any of your business, or how it affects your investigation into your members' disappearance, which, may I add, did not occur here, with the unfortunate exception of 
She kind of kicks at the pile of rope. This... Wait, the pile of rope was in town. This is out. Oh, they're out. They're out on out the outskirts. The yeah, down by the bridge, which is apparently called the thoroughfare. Mm. But yeah, I think her point stands. None of these deaths happened here. Well. Or, excuse me, non-existences. Well, look, I can tell that the thoroughfare was activated recently. And if it had been my folks, I would have heard about it. The only other person in the area who would ever do such a thing as you. Have you thought perhaps that inactivation might be why all of your members are missing? Yes, that that's my point, is... Activation is not a simple thing, and it's not a... It doesn't come without a cost. And it doesn't come without a desperation. A desperation that could lead one to do something as foolish as to... harm the cursed sword. What exactly are you insinuating here? I'm not insinuating anything. I'm saying that I find your circumstances here highly suspect. He's a hopeful cop. So, okay. tell me what your purpose is here, or I am forced to assume the worst. My purpose is my people, as it has always been, as has always befitted the Duchess of Nightmares. Yes, and oh, what people you've chosen. Murderers and thieves. I mean, not that I expect any better of you, but... I think she sort of smirks and says, I would point out, I didn't choose them at all. They chose me. I think there's just this deep malice behind these words. I'm going to play this card for you of Alpha. She's in charge. Notion takes a step back. Okay. You're right. I don't always have a good grasp on your customs and, you know, the customs of all the people that we interact with. But the fact remains that my people were here just to ensure that the thoroughfare was functioning as expected. And as they say this, this is such a blatant lie that you... It's like tricksters, they say this. Quick and clever, quick bane of the greedy. This is an obvious lie. And yet they're just saying it outright, and they're not a person who lies. So it's just... It sounds strange, and you almost have to question, wait, are they telling the truth? Everything else they've said has been true, and they've always been straightforward. Why would they lie now? But also, we had reports from Lace and Ribbon about the ongoings of your community once we'd established it as a point of interest. And now, both of them are missing. Well, I think if you double-check with my people, you'll find that they were under very strict orders to be as polite and responsive as possible to members of your kind. Yes. I, I was informed that they were treated very kindly. I was also informed that you allowed the honor guard within your walls, within your homes, and that you did nothing to stop them in their perverted justice. The accords are ancient and unwavering. I have no argument with the honor guard. Whatever issue you have with them, you may take up upon your turf, not upon mine. You call yourself an agent of chaos. When it suits me. You should try piracy. It might suit you. 
Oh, we've been down that road many a time. Look, the fact of the matter is, if one of us goes missing, you know, that happens. Adventurers meet their fates. If two go missing, well, sometimes it's a very big fate. But when more than two of the sword go missing, someone is working against us. Someone is at war with us. And to be frank, I find it preposterous that the honor guard could take out more than one of us at once. I think your sword has been too long sheathed. And this is definitely, that is totally a double entendre. Um, and I think she is m- making eyes as she says it, because she knows it's an open insult. Um, I think your sword has been too long sheathed, my friend. You've forgotten what the honor guard can do. And I dare say you've forgotten what I can do. She begins to stand. They say, I have no proof of any of these accusations, but you've given me no reason to doubt them. If I find sufficient evidence, would you accept a duel? She sort of smiles and just repeats, the accords are ancient and unwavering. They draw their blade and they start scratching a letter. That's all. That's all for now. By the way, they make a point of pulling their sword out. <laughs> like, to be clear, they wave their sword around a lot. Like I said, it's a very cursed sword. They want everyone to know that. <laughs> I think the Duchess ma- maintains her demeanor, that, that kind of cool, holier-than-thou logic, until she makes it back to the web. And once she starts stomping down the boardwalks back to her hut, like... And then she sees the ghost ship up in the sky. Like... <sighs> And a sad song that has become a love song. And at that, I think she sort of smiles. Like, it's, it's a, a lip quirk more than a full smile. Sighs one more time. Slams the door. Back to her schemes.